going to give this thing a go. Welcome back to the Constructive Liberty Podcast, intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom for the life and career you love. If you're hearing lots of noise in the background, it's because I'm driving. I don't often record when I'm on the road, but uh, like Jack Spearco calls it, I'm in my mobile metal coffin today, and we're going to try to avoid it actually becoming my coffin. We don't want that happening. So, as I'm recording, I'm driving through Lebanon, Tennessee, along Interstate 40, headed east. Now, why would I be in Lebanon, Tennessee, headed east? Well, today is Wednesday, April the 27th, and if you know, if if you're a part of any of the communities that I'm a part of, you probably know that today marks the arrival day for Living Free in Tennessee's spring workshop. That would be Nicole Sauce from the Living Free in Tennessee podcast. So today is the day when you are allowed to arrive after 2 p.m., mind you, because the parking Nazi said so. That, that's when I spoke with him personally. He said that is when you're allowed to arrive. So I'm well after that time, but there's a reason why I'm after that time. And we'll get into that today. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I recently had somebody ask me how I get so much stuff done. Like, they they look at their own life and think they're so busy, but then they listen to my podcast and they know me personally, and they were like, how do you have time to do so much stuff? And I looked at them like, what are you talking about? I don't don't think I do that much stuff. But we're just going to kind of go through a day in the life of, or maybe a week in the life of, to kind of give a general overview of, of, I guess, what I do each week. And just kind of see if I actually do get a lot of stuff done. Or maybe you probably get a lot more done than I do. So we'll just, we'll talk about that a little bit. But today... The reason I'm driving today, typically for this workshop, I've been to the last two of them, this will be my third one, typically I would arrive on the morning that it actually starts. The reason I'm coming a day early today is because I needed chicken feed. Now, Nicole Sauce does not sell chicken feed, but the place where we do buy our chicken feed is MPS Farms in Centerville, Tennessee which is about a four-hour drive from my homestead in Burksville, Kentucky. That's a long way to go for chicken feed. So we make it worth our while. Like, we go by two months at a time. The reason we drive over there is because there's nowhere else very close that sells extremely quality, organic, non-GMO feed for all sorts of animals. And they have great prices. So there is that. My wife is messaging me. I wonder if I should go check that. I'll, I'll, I'll wait a minute before I go check it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I went ahead and listened to her message, and then I sent a long reply. So she'll be listening to that a while. And uh, I was telling her about my last couple of hours, which we will get into shortly. Might as well go ahead and get into that. I'm on my way to get chicken feed. And uh, load the trailer down, and, and I'm 
mind you, we're getting chicken feed, we're getting goat feed, and we're getting lots and lots of hog feed because we have a sow who just had 10 babies. 10 babies. When a sow has babies, they call that farrowing, just in case you didn't know. So she farrowed 10 little bitty tiny piglets, which are about a week old or a little more. And so we needed chicken feed and goat feed and hog feed. And I ended up with 40, yes, you heard that right, 40 bags of feed on this trailer. And it is not designed to have that much weight on the trailer. And I'm doing interstate driving for four hours. So as we loaded the feed, I got to noticing, I'm like, boy, these tires need to have some air in it. So I backed over to the feed mill, has a shop there. I backed over to their front door of their shop. They aired the tires up for me, put the proper amount of air in it, and I'm on my merry way. Well, get through Nashville. Thankfully, it didn't happen in downtown Nashville. Well, one thing that did happen in downtown Nashville, if you've ever driven through there, it is the potholiest road you have ever been on. It is so bad. Well, in the process of hitting every single pothole in the city, the, the gate on my trailer fell down on the interstate, and I did not notice it. So I'm riding along, and somebody comes up beside me honking their horn and blaring, nice, nice lady. And I roll my window down, and she's like, your trailer gate's down. Well, my gate had been dragging on the interstate. I don't know how long. I didn't see it because it's kind of hard to see out my back window to actually see the gate of the trailer. And it probably had just happened. I don't know. So I pulled over, got that done, um, put it back up, strapped it up, tied it in place so it couldn't fall down again, even if, even if the little hinge or the little pins that hold it in place did come loose again. So I'm riding on my merry way, come out of Nashville, uh, getting to Lebanon, Tennessee, which is only 15 minutes or so from Nashville, if even that far. And lo and behold, I look back and one of my trailer tires is smoking. Yes, I had a flat tire. A flat tire on Interstate 40. Not a good thing. So, but thankfully, luckily, I had thought enough to grab two spare tires this morning when I borrowed my dad's trailer. He had a whole stack of spare tires there and I grabbed two of them, threw them on my trucks and hopefully I won't need these. Well, I needed one. Put the spare tire on. Don't know who that is. Put the spare tire on, uh, let the jack down and that tire did not have enough air pressure in it. I'm like, oh boy. Tire looked decent, so I figured I could probably limp to a gas station if I just drove real slow down the interstate. So I pulled back out of the road, had my four ways on, driving along about 30 miles an hour, and hear a loud noise. My trailer starts bouncing like crazy. That tire came off the rim. It was pretty dry rotted and stuff, so not good. Thankfully, I had a second spare tire. So, pulled off to the side of the road less than a mile later to remove the second flat tire and put my second spare tire on, and it was even lower than the first spare tire. So, lesson, take a lesson from me. Don't be a knucklehead when you have a, when you have a spare tire. Make sure you have the right amount of air in your spare tires. Otherwise, what good are they? Anyway, put the second spare tire on. 
it's pretty low as well. But I decided to take a chance on it. And so I just went about 10 miles an hour, limped down the shoulder of the interstate, four ways on and all, for another mile and a half till I came to the next exit, pull over, Google, like, tire shops near me, found a Firestone. Those nice people were kind enough to jump on it quickly, so I'm only out, you know, at this point, about two hours of my time and $177. So my dad will be very happy to have two brand spanking new tires on this trailer. Yeah. Guys, if you pull the trailer, make sure the tires are good. Make sure they're aired up. Make sure you have spare tires and that they are aired up properly as well. And also not dry rotted. Do it. Else you'll be stuck, possibly, in the same situation I was in. Thankfully it wasn't like eight o'clock at night and I'm stranded beside the road with no tire shops around anywhere and yeah that would not have been good. So I'm back on the road driving, recording my podcast as I drive. Don't tell. I'm just hoping against hope that the audio comes out good on this. We'll see. Please forgive me if it doesn't. I wanted to get a podcast out, so I thought we would talk about, we'll just jump into the main topic right now, a day or a week in the life of moi, yours truly, the host of the Constructive Liberty Podcast, Ken Ash. Yes, I'm in a weird mood today. Forgive me. I'll be back to my normal self next week, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. So, a typical week looks like for me. We'll start, we'll just start on the first day of the week, Sunday. Um... Yeah, so most days of the week I get up at 4.30. And so my internal clock is wired to wake up very early. Um, Saturdays and Sundays I do not set an alarm clock. So I kind of wake up when it starts getting light, which is typically 6 o'clock-ish. If I'm lucky, I might sleep until 7. So I'm up by anywhere from 6.30 to 7 on a Sunday morning. And... Some Sunday mornings are different, but typically I'll get up, have my devotions and prayer time while the coffee is brewing, and then I'll grab a cup of coffee and I'll scroll maybe a little bit of social media for a while. I mean, when I say a while, I'm talking like a few minutes here and there. But then the most important part of my week happens, most Sundays. That is when I grab my trusty Zig Ziglar performance planner. This is a great little piece of equipment that, if you don't have a planner, I highly recommend the Ziegler Performance Planner. Excellent. It has weekly, it has daily views, weekly views, monthly views, places for notes, places for all kinds of stuff, places to write your goals down. It's just an excellent little piece of equipment. But on Sunday mornings, what I will do is sit down and write a broad overview of my week of what that week will look like so I will schedule in any meetings that I know I need to have that have not already been scheduled in when they were set like I, I look at my calendar look over my text messages find all my notes and make sure that I have every meeting scheduled into my calendar uh, whether that's a work meeting whether that is my podcast, whether I'm having a guest on my podcast or I'm guesting on another podcast, 
which I do from time to time. If there's a podcast you think I should be on, then let me know. Um, you can either comment on Facebook or Instagram or MeWe or contact me on Float or just send me a text message if you know me personally or uh, send me an email, you know, ken at constructiveliberty.com and let me know what podcast you think I should be on next. So I put all of those into my performance planner and then I forget to look at it the rest of the week. <laughs> no, not really. Thank you for that. I need to turn my ringer off. There we go, ringtone, ringer off. It's now on vibrate, so you won't have to hear that during the podcast anymore. After I get all of those in, I also add like what, where I'm working on what day, so that I know, just for my little peace of mind, I, I know that in my head, but then it also is in my planner, which is also a journal that I can go back and look at and see what I did when and where and for how long and all of those things. After my weekly preview is put into my planner, then on some Sundays we do go to church and I know we need to be better at becoming regulars at church. Um, it's just it's good to have that fellowship with people who are of like faith and belief and all of that as you and so somebody just about rear-ended me that's not good um, we sometimes go to church sometimes we don't it varies and I don't know what the variables are there but if we do go to church then there's that we come home have our lunch and go out and maybe have a relaxing Sunday afternoon or sometimes we'll actually get some stuff done around the farm yes on a Sunday Yes, we do work on Sunday sometimes. Um, during the summer, like when vacationing is in its peak time of the year, my wife has uh, quite a few Airbnbs that she cleans, and so both of us will go and clean those often if they have to be done on a Sunday. We'll do that. And then by mid-afternoon, it typically starts our relaxation time. What that looks like for us is either a book or a movie, but it always includes popcorn and often has grape juice along with it, or something a little stronger, if you get my meaning. I just passed a billboard that said, y'all hungry? Y'all hungry? Yes, I'm hungry, but not for Huddle House. We're not going there. resuming recording again and I uh, forget where I was at Some something happened that ended my recording so I think we are through Sunday we're ready for Monday Monday like I said Monday through Friday my days look very similar except for Wednesday so I'm up at 4.30 my alarm goes off occasionally I'll hit the snooze a little bit if I'm really tired most times I turn my alarm off and I might lay down for like five minutes before I get up. But typically my feet hit the floor about the time my alarm goes off. Up, brew coffee, have my devotions while I'm drinking my coffee, and then I will be doing some office work, like quoting, 
or maybe working on some podcast ideas or things like that till about 6 or 6.30, depending on the day. Then if I need to be getting some stuff ready to take to work with me, like loading tools, loading material, or any of that kind of stuff, that'll happen about 6, sometimes 6.30, depending where I'm working. If I'm working locally, I usually leave the house about 7. If I'm working farther away, I'll leave the house at 6.30. And then it's, you know, working throughout the day, taking phone calls, dealing with all the issues that come up in in your construction life. And often I'm home 4.30 to 5 o'clock. Sometimes I can come home earlier because the guy that works for me can take over. Depending on what the project is that we're working on, he can take care of. And I can come home and do more office work, which I'm way behind on my bookkeeping, as always. Sorry, CPA. Yes. That's, that's why I have good CPAs, is so that they can catch that stuff up for me. I know they probably don't like it, but that's part of their job, and they do it. With a smile, I might add. So, sorry if, if you think I'm in a weird mood today. I am kind of. I'm excited about the weekend that I'm driving into. So, uh, 5 o'clock-ish, I get home, and then it's uh, oftentimes chores, which takes... Anywhere from 15 to 30, 45 minutes, depending how much time we spend with the animals and what all we want to do with them. And if we're moving any of of the goats or the chickens or now we have pigs, so we'll be moving them shortly. But that takes anywhere from 15 minutes to 45 minutes, depending how much time we want to put into it. If I have other things to do, I can't spend as much time on that. On the, on the farm chores, so I might be going back to the office or working on podcasts or doing something like that. Tuesday, most of the day looks pretty much the same, except Tuesday evenings, I'm part of a collaborative effort with a group of other creators, fellow content creators, and we do a live stream every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Central Time, and that is called the Fireside Freedom Podcast. I would do a live stream on YouTube, and then it comes out as a podcast the next day. And so you can either catch a live stream or listen to the podcast. And we talk about real solutions from real people for real life that you can implement in your daily life to make your life better. To live a better life. To, as Jack Spearco says, um, live a better life if times get tough or even if they don't. We talk about those solutions too on how to make a better life. We don't have a cool tagline like that or anything but we need to come up with something. But definitely go check that out. Fireside Freedom Podcast. We're on YouTube. We're on Float. We're on Odyssey. We're on uh, MeWe. Yeah. Go, go check us out as a group and then each person individually they also have their own awesome podcasts and got a lot of cool stuff going on there. Wednesdays, my day looks completely different because I do not do construction work on Wednesday. My day is wake up at 4.30, still have my devotional and my coffee time, but then uh, right now at 5.30, I have a group of guys that I'm in a mastermind with, and we just talk about life. We, we encourage each other. We pray for each other. We talk about our goals, what we're doing to move closer to those goals. 
and just it's it's a general encouragement and so that that goes on for an hour it's me and two other guys right now um call that the impactful masterminds because helping us to create an impact with our lives to live you know the life we want to live but it also creates impact for ourselves our family our friends our church our our clients that we do the work for Um, just making a difference in the world and and it's really encouraging to have a a fun awesome group of guys to, to chat about life with so that happens at 5.30, then at 6.30 that ends. Then I am going into notes for my own podcast, which right now I'm running the Team Catalyst podcast and the Constructive Liberty podcast. I have announced that I'm ending the Team Catalyst podcast as of episode 200. So I still have about 20 episodes to go on that, which will be uh four, five, six weeks, something like that. Um, Wednesday mornings, I release an episode of Team Catalyst Podcast, and then I record the Constructive Liberty Podcast. That comes out during the day, at some point, whenever I get that recorded, release that. Sometimes I do a live training, which I try to do that every Wednesday on Facebook and do a live training. That happens on Facebook and YouTube. There'd be things around like mindset, personal finance, um, life purpose. We get into all kinds of things. I know you've caught some of those as part of the Constructive Liberty podcast. I do those things as a live stream and then release it as a podcast for the Teen Catalyst podcast on Friday. Sometimes I also run that on the Constructive Liberty podcast. It just varies. It depends what the content is, who it's geared towards. Some of that stuff I'm still trying to figure out, so it's a little bit muddled there. There was a nice big uh, white dog. Uh, I can't remember what the guard guard dogs are called. He was pretty, but he looked dirty. Anyway, I'm still driving, in case you're wondering. I'm getting close to the holler where this Living Free in Tennessee event will happen shortly. So Wednesday afternoons, I had been doing all my live streamed trainings at 4 p.m. Central. That has shifted somewhat, but I'm going to try to get back to that. It may be at a different time, but I had been doing a lot of interviews for the Team Catalyst podcast recently, and I wasn't doing the live training so much, but I'm going to be doing less interviews and more live trainings, or um, I don't even know what you, what I, I guess just some training for lack of a better term, better thing to call it. Uh, Wednesday evening, I had been doing uh, cooking meals because I'm home on Wednesday and my wife was often cleaning and got home late on Wednesday. The last couple of months, that hasn't happened as much because she gets home earlier. She's not always gone on Wednesday and my Wednesdays have been crazy. So I have not been cooking the evening meals on Wednesdays lately, but I'm sure she'll want me to get back into that soon. Uh, Thursdays and Fridays look a lot like my Mondays. You know, still up at 4.30, doing my morning ritual, the coffee, the devotional prayer time, meditation, um, planning the day as I need to. And then Thursday looks about the same as far as the length of it and the the work that I'll be doing. Um, The evenings look about the same as on a Monday. 
Fridays, I often try to quit around noon. Sometimes that doesn't happen. And then I can do, you know, things around the farm or uh, catch up on some bookkeeping or do some quoting or things like that. That, that typically happens. Uh, for the month of May, my schedule is going to be a little bit different. And I think it's on Wednesday. I am in Dan Miller's uh, membership, which is 48 days. And uh, as part of that, once a quarter, they do what they call Eagle's Nests. And what that is, they have lots of different experts come in. And they have four meetings once a week and talk about, you know, whatever the eagle's nest is about. So that is one night a week. I think the one I'm in if for May is on a Wednesday at about 4.30, maybe 5 o'clock. I can't remember because my schedule has been crazy and I haven't written it down yet. So I need to go do that. I just signed up for it yesterday. And I'm kind of rambling, and I will get through this. We're at 25 minutes now. And I pulled over beside the dam. Uh, I think it's a Cordell Hall Dam or something here. I'm not sure. Um, I'm, I'm getting close to my destination, but I wanted to finish recording this podcast. And it's still only 4 o'clock. I don't need to get there this early. Um, so we're through Friday. Now into Saturday. Sometime, oh, no, no, no. Back up to Friday. Since I quit early and I'm home early and we can do some things around the farm and the homestead, sometimes my wife and I, that's kind of our date night, um, but sometimes that looks like a movie in and hanging out. Sometimes that looks like going to a nice restaurant somewhere or something like that, but that's usually our date night. Um, I don't know that we always call it that, but that would be kind of what, what that would be for us. Saturdays is always getting stuff done around the homestead unless it's raining. And then we're still doing something. Um, right now, this time of year, it's mowing an awful lot, running the lawnmower, which we're looking at getting some sheep to help out with that so we don't have to run the machinery as much. It's going to be a lot of gardening, taking care of the goats, taking care of the hogs that we have now. That's going to be a lot of different things. Um, for myself, it's also doing some maintenance and repairs around the place. It's going to be working on my house, which I need to do more on that. I got to get on that and get that done. We're at the stage where we're ready for electrical and plumbing and insulation. So that's my next step. If you've got any of that expertise and you want to donate some time, we'd, we'd be more than willing to have you come help us out on that. So hit me up, Ken at ConstructiveLiberty.com. Uh... Let's see, Saturday afternoons often are a little bit more relaxing depending on how the morning went. Um, typically by about 4 we're slowing down. Depends what we've got into. If we're in the middle of something, we can go till 6 or 7 o'clock at night. But typically around 4 we start slowing down a little bit. We'll go sit, have a glass of iced tea, cool off, and then it's like, okay, let's go do something a little slower that's not so hot fast-paced and difficult um sometimes we'll go to the lake it, it just kind of varies on all of that but that is a typical week for me some of the things that i need to 
include or implement, yeah, include over the over the coming weeks is finishing my uh, hip camp sites. I have a camper and a couple hookups where people can set tents or hook up a camper, but they're not ready yet. I got to finish running the electrical to that. I've got to finish running the electrical to my other camper and build a little porch on it, finish the floor in the bathroom. And that reminds me, I need to order a new gasket to go between the toilet and the tank so that it doesn't leak out onto the floor. That's why the floor is up in the first place. So I need to get that ready so that we can hip camp it or Airbnb it or whatever site we choose to put it on to generate a little bit of income from our homestead. So I don't know. That is, that's a typical day or week in the life of for me. It obviously, depending on the time of year, some of that's going to vary. It's going to change a little bit here and there. It's not set in stone, but it is very common for that to be my week. How does your week look? What do you do to get done everything that you need to get done? Because I know in all the stuff that I said I do, there's like a thousand other things that gets done within that. Or sometimes doesn't get done. There's for every for everything that gets done, there's ten other things that need to be done that I don't get to. How does that look for you? What does your week and days look like? Do you write things down in a planner? How do you make sure that you get done what needs to be done? I'd love to know it. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on that. Tell you what. Tag me, go tag this post on Instagram. And no, 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 better yet, screenshot you listening to this episode. Take a screenshot of the episode, share it on Instagram, and tag Kenneth Esh and Constructive Liberty on Instagram and say, This is how I get so much shit done every week. And tell me how you do it. I'd love to hear that. I'll, I'll shout it out on the next episode. I will. I want to remind you of a couple of things that I've got going on. Coming up in June 24 through 26 is the Teen Catalyst Father-Son Camping Event. That is going to be awesome. If you've got boys aged 13 to 17, you do not want to miss this, okay? We're camping, we're hanging out, we're having lots of good food. We're going to have a great time. There's going to be activities to help teens Learn how to think critically. We're going to teach teens, and probably the dads will learn a few things too, how to design your life around your skill set, around the things that you're good at, the things you're interested in. We're going to talk about how to be a better communicator, how to build stronger relationships. There's going to be teamwork activities. There's going to be workshops around horticulture and uh, building, crafting, welding. I don't have the whole itinerary laid out yet, but we're implementing those things into it. So if you've got boys aged 13 to 17, dads, stepdads, uncles, bring your teenagers. The Teen Catalyst Father-Son Camping Event. You want to be there June 24, 25, and 26. Go to teencatalyst.com forward slash TCFS event. 
that is where you can find out all the details about this event. I'll try to drop a link in the show notes, but since I'm on the road, I don't know if I'll get that done. The other thing I want to tell you about is this. If you remember a few weeks back, actually this is at the beginning of March now, I went to an event in Nashville called EdgeCon USA. It's a small business conference. Super awesome. My cousin puts it on. He's, he's a business coach. He's a friend. He's a mentor of mine. And at the end of the conference, he gave people the chance to buy tickets at a discounted rate. And anybody who bought a ticket was entered into a drawing to win a free ticket to next year's event, 2023 EdgeCon. And I ended up being the winner. So he gave me the option of of receiving the free ticket or of getting a refund on one that I already purchased. I chose to receive the free ticket so I could run that as a giveaway here on the Constructive Liberty Podcast. So if you have a small business or if you are into personal growth, you want to be at EdgeCon 2023. So go check out, I'll drop a link in the show notes when I get a chance. So if you're listening to this, the link will probably be in the show notes. But it's the EdgeCon giveaway. I'm giving away a free ticket to EdgeCon 2023. It's very likely going to be in Nashville again next year. You don't want to miss it if you're into personal growth, if you have a small business, any of that stuff. I'll drop a link in the show notes where you can go check that out. Guys, have a great week. Do good work.